This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-284-4037. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DCA3. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. How about your ally in first responder mental health? Now, there's something that we don't talk enough about for our first responders, police and fire and security and military. And there's so many folks that need that kind of assistance, it's whether it's after a, a massive event or whether it's after just a stressful call. I mean, we'll talk about how someone, our next guest, can help you with. She is the CEO and founder of Ally Connect, Colleen Hilton. Colleen, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? Thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate the conversation. I'm great. Uh, Super excited to be here at IACP. Yes, and you're getting a lot of attention at your exhibit because, mind you, IACP, the Chiefs of Police Conference here that we're broadcasting from this week, there are, oh, I don't know, 90% of the <laughs> attendees are police officers or police admins or whatever. So. That's why you're getting a lot of attention. Tell me a little bit about your company and then let's get into why you're doing what you're doing and how. Yeah, so Ally Connect is a technology platform backed by our live team, really dedicated to helping first responders and departments build proactive mental health programs so that everyone can end their career as healthy as they started. So it's really not just after some massive event or something that would be extra stressful, it's from the get-go learning how to deal with things, right? Absolutely, day one. First responders are already incredibly resilient just to be in this role. If we can support them better from the very beginning, they can stay longer and they can have wonderful flourishing careers. So that's what we're here to do. And that's awesome. Boy, I wish you were around when I was first on the department. Uh, most of our audience knows I spent many years with the Miami-Dade Police Department. Uh, most of our audience also knows what you and I talked about off camera, how our director, uh, attempted suicide. And while it may have been a domestic issue, the point is, you brought up another good point about how the brass, if you will, the senior officers in many departments, uh, suffer 
perhaps more mental anguish than some of the officers might. Absolutely. It's incredibly stressful right now to be in policing, but probably even more so in leadership in policing. And without the same level of community support, there can be isolation. Uh, and that can lead to depression, anxiety, stress, and unfortunately, what we saw with the recent tragedy. Um, but I think we can do better. And I think we can get ahead of this. Uh, it just takes a paradigm shift that we're really at the beginning of. Uh, and I think that's part of why we're getting so much attention is people really recognize the need to do things different and to get proactive around behavioral health and mental health. And you're a relatively young company, yet you're already working with many departments all around the country. And of course, more to come, especially after a conference like this one. That's what I hope. The more uh, departments we can work with, the bigger impact we can have. Uh, but you're right. We're about a three-year-old company. Uh, I've spent 25 years, though, in law enforcement, mental health as a licensed therapist myself uh, and a former police spouse. So we're really mission-driven and wanting to get this out and into everyone's hands. Uh, so you said former police spouse. Is he still on, the, on a department somewhere? He is. Um, we got divorced. No surprise. Uh, uh, it happens a lot with police does. and fire. And, oh, boy. It does. No shame, but uh, gives me personally a very close connection to this mission. Um, and I, again, I just really feel that we can do better with a proactive approach as opposed to just critical incident response. Yeah. As important as that is, I mean, we're not downplaying that because absolutely, it absolutely. It, it's necessary, but it's just one component of a three-legged stool that we really need to build in every single department. Can you give us a couple of ideas, Colleen, about the proactive approach? I mean, how, where do you start? How do you, you know, is it in the police academy even to say now you are, you know, taking a stressful job and learning to do it and so forth, but let's not forget how it can affect you. Yeah, we have already started. The conversation around mental health has been really gaining traction over the last several years, and that's absolutely where we need to be heading. Uh, but to your comment, education in recruit classes, uh, just open culture and making it okay to ask for help and then making it easy to find that help when somebody does raise their hand. And that does seem to be one of the major issues. It's like, no, I'm tough, I can handle this, and you know, it, stuff happens, uh, or other words that might be used off air. Uh, the, the fact is that, is that something you're discovering that so many people say, I got this, you know, like just kind of blowing it off? They'll say that. I wouldn't call it blowing it off, though. Honestly, I mean, first responders are incredibly strong individuals. So what might kind of cripple the, the average civilian? You know, they can handle that for maybe even years. But it means that when they really need help, it's that much more critical. So important. And, and I, I mean, we were talking just last night about some of the calls that I handled that were extra stressful and stuff. And, and people typically are like, oh, tell me more. I mean, my gosh, how did you deal with that? Well, if you learn proactively how to deal with that, it's not only making your life easier, but your family as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, first responders, it's very much a family career. And being able to support not just the individual and the officer, but their spouse and their children and, frankly, the retiree community. Um, it's a big transition to come out of this kind of a career. Uh, you lose a sense of identity. So again, we need to be doing better from day one all the way through retirement. So you're looking uh, especially at this police conference uh, for other departments that are saying, you know what, we got to step up and actually be proactive. Where do we start? Absolutely. We want to help every department build a custom program for them because I know every department is different and their needs are different. Um, but we got to be doing something and you got to start somewhere. So we're here to hopefully be a part of that, uh, that mission. 
awesome. Ally Connect, Colleen and her team are doing a heck of a job. Like I say, I wish you were around when I started as a police officer because you certainly would have helped a lot of people, but you're doing it now, and that's important. How does one get more info? Uh, you can go to our website at allyconnect.com uh, and reach out to anybody on the team. We'd love to chat. And for the radio audience, it's A-L-L-I Connect, allyconnect.com. We'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes and continued good luck here at the show. Thank you. Have a great day. Uh, you too. My pleasure. I'm Dave Graveline. We're back with more from San Diego this week and the International Association of Chiefs of Police Conference. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.